The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place. From Illinois and New York, it's the Paternity Test. This week, virtual cardboard, strawberry spa treatments, Chuck E. Cheese knockoffs, and ridiculously expensive ball-hitting sticks. And now... Three guys who are looking for Iman's phone number. Here are the dads. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of The Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. I'm Matt Barese in Chicago. And I'm Dave Engel in upstate New York. Welcome back to the podcast that will leave real life behind when its Oculus Rift arrives. Uh, I'm excited about virtual reality actually becoming reality. Actual reality? No virtual... more will you need to walk to the store to get milk. You'll just put a video game on and drink virtual milk. <laughs> and be <laughs> nourished. Well, you know, virtual reality was supposed to be something in, like, the 90s, right? Like, But it never really happened. Oh, and the attempts were so bad. They boy, called things could, virtual you know, reality, but... Do you remember the Virtual Boy for Nintendo? Oh, yeah. It was just no. a headache in a box. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> Nest headache. Nest headache. If you think the ET cartridges that Atari made that are like buried in the desert were bad, Virtual Boy. I only tried it out at like a Toys R Us once. It was a visor that you put on, mm-hmm. and it played some game of like. Hold on a second. My child is uh, is 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 bellowing. Yes, my dear. We're broadcasting live from the bathroom this evening as Viva takes a bath and Daddy monitors her. Nice. You want to say hi, everybody? Say, this is Viva Barizzi in Chicago. Good job. All right. Where's the lady? She's eating bonbons in the other room and demanding that I take care of the kid. No, she's got she's got a guest and uh, and uh, they're gonna watch House of Cards or something. And I'm uh, I'm, I'm bathing the child and, and podcasting like you do, like you do. You put the Ness headache on, and there was a red game of you know what it looked like. It looked like that game that James Bond plays in Never Say Never Again. That like red game of breakout and you got a headache like right away i mean a blinding headache right away <laughs> he started vomiting <laughs> <laughs> co-workers are they're like running up to you trying to get you away from the machine stuff in your wallet in your mouth so you don't bite up as you seize on the floor this is filling the cracks of the game cartridge oh they're never gonna get that smell out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys are probably both more gadget guys than me. Todd, you're probably the gadgetist guy of the three, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would. I are you going to so. get this thing? It's like 700 bucks right now. Well, probably not the Oculus Rift, but what I am seeing out there that seems to be a great way to, to kind of experience some of this without without $700 is they make virtual reality headsets that your iPhone fits in or other or any smartphone. And it works with specific apps so that you get the virtual reality experience because the phone you have an $800 computer in your pocket already. And, and so they make apps designed to do this virtual reality, which is, you know, then the, the screen splits in two so that you get the left and right. And it's already has all the sensors in it to sense your motion. If you tilt your head up or down, left, right, or whatever, it'll follow that because the phone already has all those sensors in it. Now I, I don't, but is there a, is there a virtual reality game on it or do you just use it to check your text using your head? Well, no, it's meant, <laughs> No, the, the, it's meant for games and and uh, and other virtual reality specific things. It's not just to use your phone as virtual reality. Like you don't walk down the street with one of these on because you can't see anything. You know, it's, it completely covers your vision. It, Boy, the, it looks I can't like, wait until the don't, no Oculus Rift and Drive campaign starts. That's right. <laughs> People are playing Grand Theft Auto with their Oculus Rift on in their car. They'll be driving under those uh, those light up signs that they put over the highway that say twenty thousand deaths per year from people driving with blindfolds on. <laughs> I want to see Todd with one of those little cardboard boxes with the cell phone in it, duct taped to his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can get it as a cardboard box. They they get that low low tech, but. They have. And there are specific games for using your head 
to play games on your phone. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like your regular Angry Birds or whatever, but you're tipping your head instead of tipping your phone. Yeah, I mean, it's there's there's specific things. Uh, let's see, the best virtual reality apps for iPhone. Uh, Gyromite. C- compatible with Google Cardboard. Uh, Gyrocraft. Gyroscope. <laughs> Watch out for the gyro. Well, let's see. There's uh, Gyrosaur. Verse. What is that? That's videos. So that's you could just watch VR videos. Walk down a Which hallway. Which is a 3D movie, right? VR video. Yeah. You can get in the cockpit of a Pacific Rim. Ye- what are those called? The Jaegers with, with VR. Entertain your kids with Dino Trek VR experience. So you look around 360 degrees and see dinosaurs roaming the earth. There you go. Kill zombies, blow up tanks, save a brain, and more. Zombie shooter VR. Wait, so, there were brains roaming the earth at the same time as the dinosaurs? Well, let me see. They, there, there is a... I was going to say, somebody went to school in Kansas. <laughs> <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can kill zombies and, and blow up tanks and save a brain. Uh, so, yeah, there's specific games, VR games and apps that are meant, you know, to give you that 3D VR feel. And so what does this cost if you don't want to blow the 700 bucks in the Oculus Rift? Well, you can get a lot of the apps are are free, but <laughs> you can get uh, you can get the headsets and you can get the Google Cardboard things for uh, a dollar. I think those are like five bucks or something, ten bucks. But then you can get fancier headsets that hold your phones, you know, for forty bucks, eighty bucks, you know. Do you think the Oculus Rift guys, whenever they found all the Google's coming out with all this stuff, they're like, oh God, but ours is still a lot better. Well, the difference, Come on, guys. God, what are you going to do that? Like, it's worth seven hundred dollars more than that. I mean, it's, it's the same, such a but bummer to find out that <laughs> Google found a way to do it for free. <laughs> Even if so it's all a... you're paying for is a strap to hold your phone to your face, and everything else is free. Or you can pay seven hundred dollars for Oculus Rift. <laughs> Not all the apps are free. There's some free ones, but then I'm there's... oh, but some are a dollar twenty nine. Yes, a dollar twenty nine. Google Cardboard is eighteen bucks. It looks like on on Amazon. Whoa! Uh, and there's here's some other brands that are that are other other you know not Google brands, but you can get for nine bucks, ten bucks. No, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to. I thought you were kidding when you said that the first time. Google Cardboard. It's called Google Cardboard, and it's a yes. cardboard set of glasses that it's, you slip your phone it's, into. It's a cardboard VR headset with little lenses in it that holds your phone, so you can experiment with VR apps. Called Google Garbage. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Called Google Chafe. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at it, and the cardboard goes right up against your forehead. Like that's gonna hurt. Google Paper Cut. Well, that's uh, the thing. The Google Cardboard is free, but the Google Moisturizer, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> And now it's time for Sad, where we build a light box and use it to weigh ourselves down in the lake. I like that plan. Oh, man, I'm so oh, sad already. It's January, it's and I'm already this. sad. What's it called? Seasonal Affective Disorder? Yes. It's real. It is real. The it's like fibromyalgia. Some people think it's a joke, <laughs> but it is reals. It's like Bigfoot. Some people say it's not there, but he kicks my butt all day. It is already, I mean, I'm two days into the term, but I'm teaching classes up in Kenosha on the lake. So it is a desolate drive in the grayest frozenness ever in the nothing that stretches between Chicago and Kenosha. Uh, and when I get there, you drive towards the gray lake that calls you. And then you teach classes to a bunch of equally miserable students facing winter on Wii. And then you drive back the other direction. Sometimes I, I, I think that maybe we have this whole like school year thing backwards and maybe we should be in school in the summer because we're happier and it's too hot in the middle of the day to be outside anyway so we could be in air conditioning and then but we'll still be off like in the afternoon when it's nice in the evenings and then in the winter when it's miserable we should be on break so like January and February we should all be gone you know what I mean January like December it's not a bad January, idea because you either go on vacation someplace warm or yeah. just like make your own fun with your friends like you'd be at yeah. each other's houses having fun instead of sitting in a classroom staring out the window. Yeah. I woke up with my wife standing on top of my chest with a knife to my neck. <laughs> I don't know how that actually works physically, but that's what happened. And she said, don't you ever think that we're not going somewhere warm for Christmas this year. We will <laughs> never spend another Christmas in Syracuse. I won't do it. Because, yeah, but it's not yeah. Christmas that you want to travel because that's fun anywhere you have it. It's, it's like Martin Luther King Day you want to travel, right? It's Super Bowl. It's right. Valentine's Day. That's when you got to get get the heck out. 
Yeah. Well, we do a, we do our annual. My wife says, "All right, what are we going to do this year to make sure we don't go crazy like last year?" And then we do nothing, and then we go crazy, and then we have that conversation again the next year. So we've been having this conversation daily. What are we going to do? And she said, "I'll I'll spare no expense. What can we do to not go bonkers?" And I've some of my plans have been eat all the food ever or drink all the booze ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm on a diet this month, so I don't even have that to comfort me. Yeah, well, I guess you could do indoor. If you looked at indoor, I was trying to convince Kelly to, to buy the family tickets to that uh, passes or whatever you'd call it. There's like three of them in the Chicagoland area now called, what is it, iFly? Indoor, oh, right. indoor skydiving. But I do I do have something else that's more, I guess if you want it, more getaway-ish. We went to Lake Geneva, and there's this place there, a uh, resort there that has a spa. And what's fantastic about it is that's not just a spa where you, you know, you go in and get treatments. You can do that. You know, they have your normal stuff. They have the, the steam room, the sauna, the uh, tranquility room where it's just like a, a fireplace and, and low lights and it's a comfy chair. And you just kind of sit there and drink herbal tea. But then they have like a pool and a hot, like a large indoor pool and hot tub that's adult only. No, wait. So this is like a Sybaris. Like you're supposed to have sex in all these places. Well, no. <laughs> If it's no. like Sybaris, you're definitely not supposed to bring your wife then. You're, <laughs> you're not supposed to because these are all public spaces. Oh, so, so it's like okay. hedonism where you have sex with lots of people. In well, <laughs> you know, I guess it depends on the weekend, like what, what what's booked up that weekend, who's who's there. But you have your own hotel room, so they expect you to do all your other all your hedonism in the hotel room. Oh, okay. Um, there is no, like, there's no heart-shaped tubs in the hotel room or anything like that. Your hotel room no. is a normal hotel room. No but, sh- champagne glass beds or? No, yeah, nothing like that. The mirrors are all on the walls, not the ceiling? <laughs> yes. No, no I don't even... oddly shaped chairs hanging from a chain. There's no coin slot for a vibrator connected to the bed? No, the beds don't vibrate. Okay. You get one night or two night at this place, and you just, and, you, you know, you might get one or two spa treatments, but... But just to have a space, like, it's all quiet. There's no kids there. They're not allowed. They have, like, cappuccino machines and, like, strawberry water all over the place. You just sit there and relax. Strawberry water, you know. Presumably you have to hire a sitter for your kids when you go off to the strawberry water romance zone, right? Yeah, that's what grandparents are for. Well, if you're sending your kids to your grandparents anyway, why don't you just stay home and get some strawberry water at the Walgreens? Right. Because when you're at home, you're going to talk about home things. You're going to realize that you meant to get started on yeah, that that home point. improvement project or yes. that the garbage needs to be taken out you're right. or that their baby's toys are all over the floor. Which you know? garbage do you have? It's true. Like when you go out, you don't check your email and stuff as much because you're like, I paid for this. But when you're at home. Well, and when you're in the spa, like home. you can't have your phone with you. It's either in your oh, room or not... in a locker. Like you don't even have it. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you're so I, tense. Why are your muscles in knots? Because my phone's in a locker. <laughs> <laughs> I want a little holder for my phone that, that goes underneath the table the that I put table? My, my face through the hole of, and I can just look sure. at my phone while I'm... You need Google Cardboard. Google Cardboard. There you go. Yeah. You can scroll <laughs> your tweets with your eyeballs. <laughs> That's you perfect. Can. That way they can rub my arms if they want to. My arms are still in the massage process because I'm scrolling with my eyeballs. I oh, know. I could even wear it while making love. I could be in the heart-shaped bed with my Google Cardboard on, and I could be checking my texts while... Oh, see, this is fantastic. Like Blade Runner. Just two people with VR devices <laughs> on their faces in bed. <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> so messed up. I, you, are, you, know, you went what, to the spa? We didn't. We were there with the kids, so we just didn't. They have you like said a, kids weren't allowed. Well, it's a hotel. Kids are allowed in the hotel, but they're not allowed in the spa area. So we were there. They're not allowed upstairs in in the hotel, and there was an, a separate indoor pool for like kids and families. It's like a normal indoor hotel pool. So, but while we were there, we're like, hey, we got to come back, you know, without the kids and just spend all day in the spa, you know, drinking cucumber water and cappuccinos and ordering room service and getting a treatment or two. When you go to the steam room and the saunas, those are separate by gender. Um, however, when we were there, we were there with my stepmother, and and we t- we took her up, you know, to give her a getaway and everything around the holidays, and Aww. we went there with her brother and, and wife and their kids who are the same age as our kids, and so my stepmother was just she she loved the place. She was she was like 
she's on cloud nine walking around. All she wanted to do was show us around. Like she loved it so much. So she grabs her brother and she's like, let me show you the steam room. She didn't realize that it, it was gender specific. She thought everything was open to everybody. And so she brings it, she opens the door and brings him into the steam room. And there's this woman just laid out on a bench, completely nude. He was so, he was like, I can't be here anymore. Like I have to leave the spa for the rest of the weekend now. Did the woman see him see her? I don't think so. I think he got away with it. He got a little, well, then he doesn't need to leave the spot. He got a free looky loo. So that's what it's one option for a getaway. But if you're looking for like a family kind of getaway, you so you guys aren't going to Florida or anything in, in yeah, January? Yeah, we February? are in February. We are doing Okay. Now. That's yeah. when I need my trip is February. I can get through January. Mm. It's February is when I need my trip. February is when I want to hang myself. Maybe instead of spring break in March around Easter, they should give you a week off in February. Like the third week in February should be off. Even though you just had two weeks off in Christmas, if you're a teacher. Were you trying to get away before the February trip? Not yeah, get away. you're going to. Not get away. It's really the day-to-day. Like, yeah, we're doing, we're doing the trip, and it's going to be the greatest trip in the world. I'm actually, I'm actually dreading it, not the trip. I'm looking forward to the trip so much that I'm so afraid of the spring back depression when I have to leave oh. that I'm dreading the trip. Because I really think I should spend the week at Disney with my four-year-old, and on the last day... Like, pack my suitcase, snap the suitcase shut, and then hang myself in the hotel room. Because <laughs> you get back, and that's the thing with winter. Everybody forgets that all of March is just as terrible. Yeah. See, I always, in, in my head, I think of March as better. I don't know why. I think of March as the end, you know, the end of the road. It's the home stretch. But it usually snows once at the top of April in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one last one last slap in the face by Mother Nature. <laughs> so the trip will be great. I'm just trying to to, to get through the day to day in the next like thirty days, and I, and yeah, small things. And, and I don't know what those small things can be. Maybe those heated packs that you slip into your socks and gloves. <laughs> I don't know what. Maybe you do need a light box. It's, it's not just for killing yourself with. It's <laughs> actually useful. So you need day to day stuff. You don't need getaways. You need like uh, something in the house. Like maybe a giant dollhouse that you – oh, wait, never mind. You have that. <laughs> I do um, have that. <laughs> yeah, you need a place you can go that's sort of – Maybe you need a tanning bed in the basement. Or... Can you get a condo, a condo approved, like a condo-owned tanning bed? Oh, sure, in the common bed? area. Like in the in common the... – <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in the doorway when you first walk in. Right. <laughs> right, right, right in the landing. <laughs> or maybe a spray tan. Maybe you can have someone come over and give you a spray tan. <laughs> Well, you still look depressed, but you look depressed in orange now. <laughs> you just can't hang yourself if you spray tan because when they take you down, you're going to have that weird, right. all the tan will come off on the rope or the belt. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll, you'll have a weird white neckline in, in your casket. Uh, plus, you'll have ruined some perfectly good rope. I've been taking my daughters to the high school, to the gym, and letting them oh, run around. And that is idea. awesome. It's really great. But... You don't teach high school. You'd have to break into a high school. Mm, I could go down to the armory. I could go down to like the park district thing where she takes ballet and stuff. They could she could probably run around there. We it's basically go, we go to Target. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that what Target's for? It really is. Target around here is like city person's indoor golf course and bouncy house. It's like for homeless people. It's where people let their kids run. Well, I'll tell you what I did too. Is um, if you can find a space like that, I bought the girls these thirty dollar remote control cars. Wow. One, char- one charge of that, they're old enough now, and that will occupy them for an hour. You won't have to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't care. Like You could leave, give, go get coffee, and come back, and they won't even notice. So I can just be on Instagram while they drive these little cars around. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's, it's, it, it is a cheap thrill. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, especially if it's indoors. You know, you're not worried about puddles and snow and stuff. Um, <laughs> buy a $30 remote control car take it outside drive it, drive it right drift. into yeah, <laughs> snow drift and they're going to go to a knockoff Chuck E. Cheese this weekend what's a knockoff Man. I thought Chuck E. Chuck Cheese was a knockoff of something else like what is a knockoff Chuck E. Cheese uh, Monkey well, the Joe's <laughs> Kitty Kingdom really that's a real yeah, thing it is and they always <laughs> have a group on available everyone smokes <laughs> like all the characters smoke and drink <laughs> <laughs> like they're well, they have one arms duct tape on duct taped on i think i hear crying from underneath that head <laughs> they only hire pedophiles 
Like you're not, you can't even step in that place unless you have a parole officer assigned to you. Listen, before you hire me, um, listen, I, I, I have to tell you that I, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't ask questions here, sir. <laughs> wow. So wait, why are you going to this place? Something to do on Saturday when it's all snowy and terrible. Why not go to a Chuck E. Cheese? Why go to the Kmart of Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, there's no <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese by me. Yeah, that's the closest thing that serves pizza. Oh, God. You're just asking to get pink eye. Oh, absolutely. Plus, all the Chuck E. Cheese are built in areas that used to be lovely downtowns that are now just decrepit and gang-ridden. Yes. They're all in bad neighborhoods. Right? They're all all right next to the White Castles. Exactly. Chuck E. Cheese (laughs) is the White Castle of robot pizza. Why is that? Like, why would you... (laughs) Is it because they need so much floor space and you can only get it when the rents go down i think it has to do with when they built them they built them all in the 80s when they were like showbiz pizzas when the 90s came along somebody built a different downtown somewhere far away from there and drew all the people away to like the area that has the you know the home depots and the big box stores of the 90s so then that 80s strip is now just a chuck e cheese and some check cashing cash for gold yale auto insurance there's a chuck e cheese around here somewhere but yeah it's not in a great part of town it's not a terrible part you know they're not there's no gunshots ringing out but it's not a great part of town i mean they'll stab you but they won't shoot you right they'll cut you open but it's not like the a bullet's riddling all of your organs you can get sewn up problem is you live in the city and so you have to spend money to do anything that's the problem. Like everything in the suburbs, at least where I live, in the Rust Belt, everything is geared towards doing things for free. You know what I mean? And so there's enough things we can get away with doing enough things. Now, keep in mind, some of those things are taking my ch- children to PetSmart to see animals. <laughs> but I Why can't. Animals so sad, Daddy. Because they're going to die here. Because <laughs> they're never going to see real ocean. <laughs> They're stolen from their families. Yeah, when I I'll take them to a guitar center so they can like bang on the pianos. But it doesn't cost anything. And you know, someday they're gonna like they'll they'll grow up and be like, Dad, remember when you took us to those that superstore of music and we played for hours? <laughs> remember when you took us to that zoo with all those fish? <laughs> <laughs> the fish zoo. You're such a great daddy. Remember when we um, took us to Lowe's and we spent the entire winter looking at patio furniture? Oh my God, I've I've taken them to I've taken them to Lowe's and Home Depot so many times. Like they actually last summer towards the towards August, they would like smell me out and see. I'd go, "We're going to the store, guys. Come on!" And they'd be like, "Where are we going?" Because they didn't <laughs> want to go to Home Depot anymore. They hated it. They've pooped in the toilets that aren't attached to anything. The good thing about Home Depot and Lowe's, though, is by October, you can lure them there because of all the Christmas stuff. And they love that. Yeah, they're probably not very compelled by the, well, what's there now? Seed kiosks? President's Day lawn ornaments. Four score and seven years ago. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> oh, Daddy, this place is like a dream. Hey, folks, you already shop on Amazon. Why not put those dollars to work keeping this show on the air? You can do it by using the Amazon portal on the support page at paternitypodcast.com. Here's how it works. It is very simple. When you want to buy something on Amazon, go to paternitypodcast.com. That's our website, C. And on the front page, you'll see something that says support the show. Click on that. You will find an Amazon portal. Click on that. Amazon opens up. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to log in. You don't have to pay extra. I mean, you can log into your Amazon, but you don't have to log in through us. And everything you buy on Amazon, they send us a portion of their profits, and we use that to keep this show on the air. Guys, I'm using reverse Amazon this month. How how does reverse Amazon work? That is where you print something out, and then UPS Man comes and takes back all the things from Amazon that you bought for Christmas that you don't want anymore. So does that mean we're losing money this month on the show? Yes, and then they take money from this show, and we use that money to not have the show on the air anymore. Oh, it's wonderful. What now are, are these gifts that people gave you or is this stuff you bought? Like are you making money on this deal or are you just getting money back that you had spent? Oh, I wish. You could do that. It's like people get you gifts you don't like and then you mail it to Amazon and they send you cash. <laughs> well, they'll send uh, you credit. We've done that before. For things other people bought? Yeah. Really? Oh yes. Absolutely. Interesting. So like it comes Amazon in an Amazon credit. box. Yeah. 
but the store that sells all the things. Yeah. It, right. And all you need is the Amazon box or you need the their receipt? Yeah, you need some sort of receipt. But usually you can find it on the box itself, you know, the order wow. number or whatever. Now, so can you gift receipt? Like when you buy things as a gift and have it mailed to people, mm-hmm. does that come with a gift receipt that they can use to return it? You can choose a gift receipt, yeah. Yeah, and then they'll have something. There'll be something from Amazon in there that says, if you need to return this, just you could, I forget what it was, if it's, you put the slip right on it or you scan a code and it takes you to the site and lets you do it. Wow. But yeah, uh, they've well, got that all set up. I'm sending back several dollhouses from last week's show. Sure. And uh, other things, too, that I, like, bought people that are the wrong size or I bought them something else in the meantime. So, but in order to do that, in order to return everything, I realized that our printer was dead. So I had to buy another printer so that I could return the things. And then I had to figure out how to use the printer. Yeah. And and you probably had to buy three cartridges of ink just to get those three pages printed out. Right, which cost $300 to send back $200 worth of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You should have just snapped your own neck. Yeah. I do have a wireless printer now so that I can print things from my phone. Oh yeah. That feels kind of futury. It's my favorite thing ever. I love like I we got a, a printer about a year ago, and I know that wireless printers have been available to basically anybody that makes over twelve thousand dollars a year. Uh, <laughs> I do since, have to like, say that we've had a wireless printer for about eight years in our house now. So I mean really? oh my it's God. not new technology. No, it's old technology. It's like Clinton technology. <laughs> Todd's an early but, adopter though. It's a it's a it's actually a uh, wireless dot matrix printer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta line it up with those little <laughs> holes in the side of the paper. Peel them off. But it's it is the greatest feeling to hit print on your phone or on your computer and then hear it start to warm up in like the upstairs room. Mm-hmm. The we printing from the house. phone was was huge for me. If I had someone on my phone, I need to print. Then I need to what email it to myself and then open my computer and turn on the computer and turn on the yeah. printer and hook up the printer to the computer and then. Who's print got it. time for that? Who's got time for it? Ain't got time yeah. for that. So now nope. it's just uh, hit print on my phone and it goes. We the future is now. The future is 2004. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the paternity test, please help us tell other people about it. Subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. It's quick and easy and improves our iTunes ratings and helps new listeners find us. Listener Farscape29 says, Great podcast to listen to on the road to insanity. He says, I really like this show. It's comforting to know that every dad pretty much deals with the same stuff as everyone else. It's nice to know if my car breaks down on the slowly going crazy highway, one of these guys would pull over to help, offer advice, or flip me off on their way over the cliff. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Farscape. Yeah, that's. I don't think I would stop and help. i got to be honest. I think, uh, I think it's kind of on you to have AAA. Oh, I was in Maryland, and my sister was driving to see me. Uh, I was over at my sister-in-law's house, and... She was like, I'm sorry. And she texted me. She's like, I'm sorry I'm late. We stopped to help somebody with a flat tire. I'm like, who does that? Like, you've got a kid in the car. I understand it if you're like a 25-year-old guy and you've, your life doesn't matter. Like, if you die, no one, <laughs> no one's really dependent upon you. Like, you'll have a, there'll be a vigil for you, but that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. But no one's going to lose their house. No, one's, you know, no mm-hmm. kid's going to grow up without a parent. Like, you don't stop and help people on the side of a highway. With no, because a- I know when I stop to help somebody is when I try to get back on the highway, an 18-wheeler is going to run me over flat, and then my daughter's going to grow up covered in tattoos and piercings, right? Yes, or they're going to chop you up and put you, you know, in the ditch, or something. Nothing ever good comes of helping people on the side of highways. It's nothing. Yeah, no one ever, you don't win a million dollars. You're not going to feel that good about yourself. <laughs> Read our monthly column, Viva Daddy, in Chicago Parent Magazine and the Paternity Test blog every week at chicagoparent.com. This week, what to tell your kids when their friends move away. We tell ours they died. That way there's no chance they're making better friends somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for the Boop Bop Beat. That's where we save 700 bucks by duct taping our iPhone to our eyes. I'm actually watching a YouTube video of someone on a VR roller coaster game right now are they having a good time they are having a good time in the upper left hand corner there's a little thumbnail video of them looking like an idiot on their couch <laughs> <laughs> do you think that you know that feeling when you go into free fall and all your guts like your mm-hmm. gut bag inside your torso like hangs in the air yeah mm-hmm. do, do you think that your organs get tricked into jumping up into your neck no on a fake roller coaster 
No, well, look, it's not it's not a flight simulator. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not moving you at all. It's just your head. So I, I think this probably works really well in certain types of games, maybe where you're walking or I don't know, you're punching or fighting or something. But in games when where you're just free falling or you know, there's a lot of velocity. Physics is really important, mm-hmm. like really kicking in. I think it's fun, but I think the suspension of disbelief is probably pretty important. Well, I just I just watched you were just talking about a bit. I watched a video of a guy doing the roller coaster thing, so you could see on the, you could see the what the video he's watching, and then he's sitting there with the mask on, so he can't everything's blocked out around him. He can't see or hear anything around him, and the guy behind him, as the roller coaster goes over the edge, gives him a push in the back, and the guy completely <laughs> flips out like he thinks he's going off an eighty foot ledge. And like oh, wow. flails for the next minute and a half while they try to get him to calm down because a roller coaster <laughs> is still going. So he's like looking around and everything's moving and he can't get his bearings. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you would need a lot of room, I think. I think you wouldn't. This is not something you should do in your living room mm-hmm. on your. Well, when couch. you're playing a game, like one of the a game, I think some of the games you like look around a room for something, like a role playing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Are you walking around your house, tripping over things? Well, I, I suppose you can because it's as you turn your head, everything follows you, so you feel like you need to move. Mm-hmm. Do you I, walk in place? Do you walk on a Nintendo trackpad? Like most of these do don't have like locomote. Well, some of the apps locomote on their own. You know, just whatever way you're looking is the way you'll go. Some you have a controller in your hand, like an Xbox controller, that you can use. And a lot of them are just like stand there and experience this, like on a roller coaster or in a car, stuff like that. So you don't have to walk around. It's not like you're in a world where you need to. You're not playing Call of Duty with a mask on. You can, but you'd you'd be holding a controller, and and the and the controller would control like your your walking movements, but your head would be controlling your your look looking around movements. Right. You couldn't. You couldn't run. Like, no. You know what I mean? You could like, run into not... a wall immediately. Yeah. That's even if you were in the middle reality. of a gymnasium, you would eventually hit a wall. Yeah. You know? Well, call me when they have Oculus treadmill and you could walk while you play. 360-degree treadmill. I, I had an iPhone 4 since about 2011. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't it believe doesn't... It. I can't believe that you're still on an iPhone 4. It doesn't take pictures. Cause it, it, and it's an 8 gig. <laughs> so it, it doesn't it doesn't have any apps on it uh it doesn't take any pictures it works as a phone but it doesn't it doesn't ring anymore um when i get phone calls so i miss every single phone call um it doesn't beep anymore when i i get text messages so i never see text messages right away but my, i'm not up for a new phone until september and so I went. Here's what. Let me ask you this question, though. While you're saying that, yeah, yeah. So you're not up for a new phone until September. Most phone agreements are two-year agreements. Yeah. So it's 2016. So mm-hmm. in September 2014 is when you got an iPhone four. So what happened was, which came out in I, like 2011. <laughs> so here's what happened. I had an iPhone four in 11, and then I got up. For, I was up for a new phone a couple of years ago, and the iPhone sixes were about to come out, but I was like a month away. And rather than, I don't know what the situation was, rather than wait a month, oh, my phone was broken. That's what it was. Like It wouldn't work at all, my iPhone 4. So instead of figuring out a way to wait a month to get a new phone, instead of spending 100 bucks on a flip phone or something, yeah, I just said, screw it, I'll re-up now, With another uh, four? and I'll get a free iPhone 4. <laughs> So now I, so then, so basically I've had an iPhone 4 for almost four years and I missed getting an iPhone 6 by like a month. And so, but this thing has been just, the, I can't do any social media. So I actually, I, I went on, it's something I haven't done before. Um, I went on Craigslist and I mean, I've been on Craigslist before, um, <laughs> but I, I bought an iPhone 5 from a dude on Craigslist and I feel like I stepped into the 21st century. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> guys, Instagram have you tried this today? Facebook thing? You can stay in contact with people you know from high school. There's a, a website called classmates.com. <laughs> um, 
Well, yeah, that's a phone I, that came I out four so years excited. ago. So you're, you know, welcome to the 2012s. Yeah. And so, uh, so maybe by, you know, by 2020, maybe you'll have an iPhone 6. Well, I'm going to actually, I'll re-up in September and I'll get an iPhone 6. Oh, okay, because then you'll actually be up to re-up or whatever. I'll actually is. have. Are they doing Or this? I won't. Yeah. Or I won't. Or I'll just stay with the iPhone 6. Because I don't care. Who cares? Yeah. It's not, I'll tell you what, it's not so much that you have the latest version. It's that you have a huge amount of storage space in your phone. It's insane. I, the, the phone situation, was there ever anything that you had to buy every four years that cost this no, much? No, not at all. Like, and I don't know how it happened that we all just kind of accepted it because everyone used to get their phones for free. And even when the iPhones came out, you'd pay two hundred dollars and they'd give you an iPhone. But right. now everybody, you have you're buying the phone outright, which now you realize how much it really costs, which is yeah. seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm yeah. really upset about that, and that's why I don't have the six yet. Is because they either make you buy it outright or add it to your bill. Yeah, and just amortize that out. You have like a three hundred dollar. It's like you're you're mortgaging your phone. Luckily, mm-hmm. they aren't exactly. charging you interest on it or anything. But it makes your like our normal phone bill would be a hundred and twenty dollars a month. But because we have three phones we're paying off, it's $195 a month. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable how we, everyone just sort of jumped on board and said, all right, this is, this is what we're doing. This is what we do now. Yeah. We all buy $800 computer phones every two years. Yeah, exactly. And they have it set up that way because they, the, they set up the payment so you have it paid off in two years. And then they take that phone back that you own outright. But then they, you still trade it in. And to, I don't know. I don't understand that part of it. So if I well, if, Apple, I don't know if you know this, but Apple just started, just started. I don't. Know, they started a program, but they just re-advertised a program where you can take your own iPhone. Mm-hmm. If you take it into Apple to an Apple store, you can get credit towards a new phone. Yeah. Or you can do it online. They ship you a box. You send it back, and they will send you an Apple gift card with the credit for the value of the phone. Yeah. And they told me my phone, my iPhone 4S, 8 gig, was worth $100. So that's, it's not nothing. It's something. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you bring your uh, textbooks back to the bookstore, you would need over $20,000. <laughs> what do we right. used to get for a, for a, you'd get like $10 for a, uh, for a $150 textbook? Something like that that's been read zero times. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's probably the only other thing that's comparable to doing this is that every year we would buy brand new books when people had perfectly good used books, but we would buy them brand new for $150 a piece when they we knew they weren't worth that and trade them in for $10 at the end of the semester. We just did it because that's what everybody did. I don't understand how there weren't more fistfights over that. Like how come people <laughs> that weren't assaulted behind the counters? Phones were free, so we had all this extra money. <laughs> for textbooks. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> My razor cost me nothing, so I can just pay it all on heavy psychology textbooks I don't read. Social media isn't just for asking your followers to bring snacks to your wildlife refuge bunker. Oh, it's also for us. Like our page on Facebook, share our posts, and follow us on Pinterest, on Instagram, at the Paternity Test. And on Twitter at the Dad Test, I'm so glad this is happening. I'm so happy that this is happening. It is such a delight, like such a such a palate cleanser for all the ISIS stuff going on and and the Donald Trump stuff going on. It's so nice to see a couple of militia idiots off in the woods somewhere talking about freedom. I just I, it, it makes <laughs> me feel like it's 1996. You know. Like, doesn't it feel like the world is simpler when they're, we're just watching a bunch of guys in camo hunker down in a bunker somewhere and say <laughs> the, the government's not going to take their guns? It feels like the 90s all over again. It's great. It is sort of a carefree idiocy. Like yeah. when you look at Ferguson or something, you're like, oh, that's all very depressing and mixed up. When you look at a bunch of yahoos in a, in a gift shop at a duck blind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Doesn't really raise the blood pressure. You just go, no. oh, man. No. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll get bored and go home. Maybe they'll, maybe the feds will call in an airstrike. Maybe they'll all drink poison Kool-Aid. Who cares? Like, Who cares what happens? Keep entertaining like, me. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Please don't do anything until I get back with another case of beer. 
because this is <laughs> this is so fun. Listening <laughs> to you talk about your freedom in southeastern Oregon, right? It's not even a part of the world. It's not even a part of the country that just take it, just take it. Man. That's why the FBI hasn't showed up. They're just like, just take it. <laughs> you showed it's true because they could all shoot their guns and no one would get hit by the bullets. So they're like, do what you want, you guys. No one. You're gonna kill a couple moose, maybe. <laughs> There's nothing else out there. Matt, uh, you would you had shared something on social media about the the guys that are going there, you know, making goodbye videos of their families because they think they, they don't think they're coming back. They don't think they're going to make it home for Christmas this year in 2016 <laughs> because uh, the government's going to come and set them all on fire. I think it's going to be like Waco or uh, Ruby Ridge. Uh, Ruby Ridge. Or... Everyone's calling out, and it's like no, they don't. You know, they don't. No, it's not going to be like Waco. Well, Waco had no, like women. Because Waco in had there. kids, right? And Waco had women, and Waco had pedophilia. This has a bunch of yokels in camo who, by the way, don't even live there. They're just they just came in to say freedom ain't free. Uh, these people had their rights infringed upon, and everyone who lives there is saying. Hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> the guys they went out to defend didn't want them to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like they don't speak for us. They should go home. Right. And these guys are doing time. The guys they're go- there for, like, they're getting ready to do five years in the clink. And they're like, uh, we don't know those guys. We don't yeah. have anything to do with them. <laughs> yeah. I love these goodbye videos where they're crying and they're like, I'm going to go die for my cause. And now they're <laughs> sitting in a gift shop at a duck museum eating a bunch of Jack Link beef sticks mm-hmm. and no one's giving them any, you know, paying them any mind. Oh, it's great. Send us a question or a comment for the paternity test mailbag. Just email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on our phone number, 657-BAD-DADS. Now it's time for Pennywise and a dollar short. That's where 10 will get you 20 and we put our money all in red. I'm covering all my bases with retirement planning. So Kelly and I actually met with a financial advisor last night. We've had one, you know, right after Alex was born. We're like, well, okay, we gotta we gotta get our act together, right? So we need a we need a guy. Got to have a guy. Everyone's got to have a guy, right? You got to have a guy. So we got a guy. He helped us plan. And unfortunately, like I feel like we had a panic in the last. I don't know if it was because my dad passed away or what it was, but we had a panic. We're like we need to make sure that we're okay in terms of our retirement or like setting up the kids or their college funds. And I feel like their college funds are way short. I think when we first started investing, the guy's like, well, if you keep doing what you're doing now, you'll be able to pay for half your kid's college. And right now I feel like we could maybe, you know, in five years when Alex goes to college, we'll have enough of his college fund to cover books and fees, you know, maybe, oh. a, maybe a meal plan <laughs> or something. But yeah. Well, you can't keep up with it when it keeps going up exponentially. No, no. when it's 30 times, you know, yeah, the the cost that it was exactly. when we were in college. I mean, you can't keep up with it. Right. We were paying like eighteen thousand dollars a year, and now it's forty six. I don't care what your return on on investment is in your in your five twenty nine plan, your college fund. I mean, there's no there's no return on your investment that's going to keep up with the cost of college. You know, so right. no. tuition went now. If not room board, but tuition my freshman year was eleven thousand dollars a year, mm. and uh, you know now you're looking at tuition in the 40s here we are being very responsible we took two hours to you know go over everything and talk about all kinds of different investment things and what we should be doing where we can kind of spread things around so that we're protected in case one thing goes bad and uh you know i felt very responsible at the time and then today i get home and i realized that i was getting ready to record the podcast here and i had about 30 minutes and i'm like oh i gotta leave the house right now kelly i gotta go and she's like what do you mean I gotta, I gotta get the Powerball ticket. That's, <laughs> so I am being, you know, twenty four hours earlier. I was, I was talking about five twenty nines and four hundred three bs and pension plans, and uh, and now it's like, I, I, my best retirement plan is to win the lottery. That's what we figured <laughs> out. So I got, jumped in the car and uh, drove on down to the old gas station and got myself a Powerball ticket. You know, five hundred million dollars. I only play if it's over three hundred fifty million. Because what am I going to do with two hundred million? Right? I mean, why bother? I only. God, I wouldn't even pay for junior college. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I start buying. I start buying the Powerball tickets and Mega Millions tickets when it's over three hundred, three fifty. 
That doesn't make any sense, though. Why would you wait until it's so much money? Well, you're absolutely right. Like, my well, thinking is completely the flawed. Way worse? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm waiting when the odds are way worse. When there's lines of people trying to buy these tickets. Instead of, why don't I play, play when it's $12 million? When there's a quarter of the people playing that that play when it's four hundred million, right? You're only in line between between two old ladies and an immigrant instead of a line that goes around the block four times. Yeah, I understand that I'm completely flawed in that thinking, but someone's going to win that money, right? That's that's the only way I think of it. Is that people say, well, your chances are one in four point seven million, or you have better chance of getting hit by lightning, you have better chance of getting attacked by a shark. You know, in your basement in the western suburbs of Chicago, like a shark will knock on your basement window. <laughs> I'm here to attack you. Like, uh, I guess I'm not winning the lottery. <laughs> I realize that, that those odds are better. But somewhere out there, someone's going to win that money. Does Illinois even pay the lottery out anymore? <laughs> well, you know, they give you, I think they give you five cents on the dollar. Now, they, <laughs> they, they did say that they'd pay out. And something like that, that's a, that's a multi-state one. How could they not? Because I don't know. You'd get the money eventually. I, I'm okay mean? waiting a little bit. Well, the state of Illinois, Dave, if you haven't been keeping up with it, is the worst. <laughs> Just <laughs> That's about all you can tell you sum it up. Uh-huh. They're the worst. They don't have a state budget yet. They're supposed to have one in September or July or sometime, but we don't have a state budget. And so at one point they were saying they because there's no state budget – it would not allow them to pay out any lottery winning. So anybody who won anything in the lottery would not get their money. There's people who won a million dollars, 300000 that they wouldn't, the state wouldn't pay them until there was a budget. And I do think wow. recently there was a, a, a special exec, you know, an executive order passed from the governor's mansion that said, you know, pay the lottery winners. But, uh, yeah, for a while there. the pensions. Don't open the schools. But get, the, get that guy in the trailer park who just won $10 billion. Make sure he gets his $10 billion. <laughs> That's right. Cut a check. Cut a check for ten billion. So yeah, I'm hoping to be a half a billionaire by uh, this time tomorrow. It act, act, actually, this time now because you're doing the drawing while we're uh, any time oh, now. Man, but somebody from the accounting firm of Leventhal and Horwack is supervising those little ping pong balls right now. <laughs> I may already be a winner. Now, obviously, when this airs, it'll be a you know a few days after. So uh, either. You'll already know that I'm a winner, and uh, or you'll know that I've wasted ten dollars. And I just heard the podcast, guys. It's weird to listen from a show back when I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, you, uh, I think you and I were talking about this early, but you brought up a good point. Like, why would you want to win? Well, I mean, everyone would want to win five hundred million dollars, but you just put yourself in a position where more people are pissed off at you for not sharing it. Like, if you win a million dollars, I don't think anyone expects you to share it. Right. I want to win that's a nest egg, right? Yeah. That's a nest egg. You win $300 million, everybody wants a piece of it. Right. So like I you want have $300, 300 grand. That, that, way, I, that way I could give the government half. I could pay off all my student loans and all my credit card debt. And I could pay some money on my house and put some money in my co- kid's college fund. And that's it. It's all gone. And if someone comes, hey, could I borrow 10 bucks? I'd say, nope, because it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win just enough money to spend it all immediately and not have any yes. left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to have a little left over. I'd like to have a few hundred million left over after I pay off my debts. Uh, well, can you win it in secret? You can't, you can't, can't you? You can't. There are some states where you can stay anonymous. That's been my dream is to win $500 million anonymously and never tell anybody about it and still, like, split the check at Chili's, you know? Right. <laughs> Todd, uh... Did you get new pants? Oh, why do you say that? Because yours are made of solid gold. <laughs> so, uh, hey, hey, Mom, uh, listen, uh, do you want to – listen, you had the salad, and uh, you had two <laughs> Cokes, right? Because <laughs> there's three on the check, and I know I only had one. Meanwhile, a helicopter is landing on the roof mom. to pick me up, you know. Right. <laughs> I got to get, get to the chopper. <laughs> I would love to be a secret millionaire. Because then I could still enjoy it. I mean, someone would figure it out when I like go. You know, when I take my family on first class vacations to the Bahamas every weekend. Right. Do you guys go to Keelan Cove this uh, weekend? No, actually, we went to the International Space Station. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought Keelan Cove this weekend. Um, we rented out the water park. That's what I would do. I always thought I would just throw like a big party for my relatives, but then that's where they'd be expecting me to also be handing them giant stacks of bills. 
Right. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, thanks for the water park party. Also, could you pay off my mortgage? Well, how do you, that's the thing. Where do you money? draw the line? Like, does it uh, immediate family are the only ones who get money? Like, first cousins, second cousins? Well, the person right outside that circle is going to be so hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, your second cousin by marriage is going to be, the you know, the one who doesn't get the check for $500,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's going to look at you a little too, like, there's going to be a little too much eye contact all the time. Mm-hmm. Conversations are going to linger a little too long. You're going to get a few too many texts and cell phone calls like, telling you happy birthday. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's just no, no sincerity. I'd call you more. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, like, I would think hey, that. Todd, the- you want to record twice this week? <laughs> hey, buddy. Well, I'll tell you what. I, there's one thing I can promise you if I do win this $400 million, is that I will pay you two to be full-time podcasters with me. That's all. Your only job is to record podcasts with me. Uh, we might even do more than once a week, but that's that'll be your know. full-time job. I'll even include uh, medical you know, benefits for your family, medical insurance, wow. dental, some vacation days. Oh. Wow, that's great. Because I'm going to be sick as hell in about 10 years. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need it. I am going to need it. That's a good plan. Problem is like you have to move thinking. to Chicago, Dave, because we're doing it. We, no more Skyping. I'm not dealing uh, with Skype anymore. Now you're moving here. You're moving here. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to be, you know, we're going to start. The LLC is going to be uh, up and running. It'll lose money every year because we don't make money as a podcast. So <laughs> even if I, I'll be paying you guys each $250,000 a year to be hosts, but our revenue will be, will be, uh, Minus $249,500. Well, that'll be great for, t- for taxes. After the Amazon revenue. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. That sounds well, wonderful. Well, I want you to win now. That sounds fantastic. See, you guys are in my plan. You're in my lottery plan. And it beats the hell out of your last retirement plan, which is just eating a half a package of bacon every day. I was hoping to retire early on that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Real <Yeah>. early. <laughs> Real early. Way early. Five months from now early. Well, folks, it's time for another episode of the Paternity Test to go smoke a cigarette near the old Christmas tree. You're not supposed to water those things, right? Follow us on Twitter at The Dad Test. Like us on Facebook and visit our website, paternitypodcast.com, or email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com. Catch us Tuesdays at chicagoparent.com and call our voicemail 657-BAD-DADS. And tell your friends about the show. Consider a donation via our PayPal link at paternitypodcast.com. All right, everybody, remember, just because your virtual reality headset makes you feel like you're at an indoor water park, that doesn't mean you can pee in the pool. And until next time, best of luck passing the paternity test. (laughs) 